Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, impeachment looms. Senators voting on whether Donald Trump will be booted from office. COVID spread fears. There are concerns the UK COVID mutant strain may pop up in New South Wales and Victoria after a Brisbane hotel with confirmed cases was evacuated. Sydney's famous Lunar Park fined over major New Year's Eve COVID breaches. And tragedy on the water. Victoria records a horror day of drownings with three dead and more in hospital. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. We begin with breaking news. A historic vote is underway in the United States set to determine whether Donald Trump will be kicked out of the White House. 17 Republicans will need to cross the floor and vote in favour of the motion to see the impeachment move ahead. Security has been bolstered around the White House as officials prepare for more violence in the wake of the decision. We will cross live to the US for more a little later in the bulletin. Health departments across the country are urgently tracing anyone who stayed at a Brisbane hotel where a cluster of the mutant UK strain of COVID is spreading. Six cases have emerged at the Grand Chancellor, which was last night evacuated. Guests have been relocated and forced to restart two weeks quarantine at different hotels. All cases were diagnosed on the seventh floor, somehow spreading from one returned traveller. How did it get transmitted? Was it in the air conditioning? Was it movement? Was it picking up something? We just don't know those answers yet. New South Wales and Victorian health officials have put out COVID alerts and are now frantically contacting residents who stayed at that hotel, fearing they've been exposed to the virus and travelled home. Sydney's famous Lunar Park has been fined for breaching COVID restrictions at its New Year's Eve party. Operators will pay a $5,000 fine after large crowds gathered to watch the fireworks display. We don't want to see super spreading events. We don't want to have an occasion where someone who may not know they have the virus unintentionally passes it on to a large number of people. And that's the biggest risk we face in New South Wales at the moment. New South Wales reported just one COVID case yesterday, while an infected couple that sparked the Mount Druitt hospital scare over the weekend has been linked to the Barella cluster. A promising coronavirus vaccine secured by the federal government could soon be made in Australia if trials prove effective. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott. Good morning, Rob. The Novavax jab could be made in Melbourne. 
Yeah, that's right, Jody. at the same laboratory where the AstraZeneca vaccination is being made. Now, when the federal government first signed the deal with Novavax, it was expected that their jab would be produced in the United States or in Europe. But now it's in talks with the pharmaceutical company to produce its shot at the CSL facility in Melbourne. That's if trials prove it is effective. And at this stage, they are looking very promising. Early results found people who got the shot produced more antibodies than those who'd actually caught and then recovered from severe COVID-19, which is great news, especially after several medical professionals yesterday urged the government to consider dumping the AstraZeneca vaccine when its effectiveness was found to have dropped from 70 to 62%, which they fear isn't enough to achieve herd immunity. But the nation's chief medical officer has fiercely defended the government's strategy to lock in nearly 54 million doses of it, 51 million from Novavax and 10 million from Pfizer. Exactly how effective the Novavax jab will be is unknown at this stage. The results of phase three trials, though, are expected before the middle of the year. Jody. Okay, Rob Scott in Canberra, thank you. The federal government claims its COVID recovery measures have helped Australian families squirrel away record savings during the pandemic. Household deposits jumped by more than 11% between January and November, while business deposits grew by 17%. The Treasurer hopes the boost will give Aussies the confidence to now spend as the country recovers from the crisis. Three people have drowned and a child is fighting for life after separate tragedies in Victorian waters. One woman died and five others were rescued at Bush Rangers Bay after the group was swept off rocks. Just 20 kilometres away at Tootgarook, a man in his 80s was pulled from the water and couldn't be revived. In Gippsland last night, a woman who was trying to rescue another swimmer at Venus Bay got into trouble. She died at the scene, while a three-year-old girl is in a critical condition after a near drowning at a lake in Narry Warren. Controversial conspiracy theorist Pete Evans has been booted from Spotify for policy violations. The disgraced celebrity chef claimed in a podcast the coronavirus vaccine was poison disguised as medicine. Spotify says it prohibits content on the platform which promotes false content about COVID-19. It's the latest in a string of social media giants removing Evans from their platforms. Police have had a shoot-off with an armed man and his associates in inner Sydney overnight. The group forced their way into a home at Surrey Hills, reportedly barricading themselves inside before trading shots with the riot squad. Two men and a woman have been charged and will face court today. Holidaymakers along the Murray River in South Australia are being warned to cover up following the discovery of two potentially deadly mosquito-borne diseases. Encephalitis and Kunjin viruses have been detected in chickens near Meningie, putting thousands of people at risk. While most people who are exposed to either virus don't develop symptoms, experts say there is the chance of brain damage and even death, urging anyone with neck stiffness, tremors, drowsiness or seizures to get checked. Actress and comedian Betty White has given us an insight into how she'll celebrate her 99th birthday next week. The Golden Girls star has told US media running a mile each morning has been curtailed by COVID, so I'm working on getting the pet set re-released and feeding the two ducks who come to visit me every day. The pet set revival is expected to be similar to White's 1970s show, catching up with celebrities and their furry friends. And no, at the age of 99, she says she has no plans on retiring. 
An experienced diver who was forced to tread water for an incredible three hours has spoken of her desperate fight to stay alive. The 45-year-old told Seven News she clung to a torch and thoughts of her children after she was swept out to sea off South Australia. I was praying the torch not to die. It was scary. It was, it was really scary. I didn't... I've gone through all motions. She says she will dive again, but it may take her a while to get back into the water. COVID panic buying and having to scour different supermarkets for essentials could soon be over. New technology developed in Australia connects shoppers with stores that have the items they need. Bare shelves can turn into stocker plenty at your fingertips. The essentials might be just around the corner, which they might not even know of. Instead of the runaround from supermarkets to chemists, convenience stores and service stations, the Essentials Stalker system lets customers know where hard-to-find commodities are, especially during high-demand periods. This system is pretty good, to be honest. Um, it helps me save my time. I don't have to go store to store and look for my things. As well as pinpointing stores, it allows shoppers to record in the system how much stock is available in different ranges, including food basics, based on your location. It is linked to GPS. It helps you find what you need, like toilet paper, paper towels, face masks, hand sanitizers, medications and feminine hygiene. Retailers can also post their stock levels on essentials, so customers can see them in real time and go direct to that store. It's a good idea to let the customer knows we have supply face mask and sanitizer. The system is free for retailers and shoppers, but its usefulness is dependent on the number of people who go to the trouble of posting correct and up-to-date information on the availability of goods. For more information, go to our website. Helen Wellings, 7 News. The United States has put a woman to death for the first time in almost 70 years. Lisa Montgomery was executed over a 2004 murder where she killed a pregnant woman and claimed the unborn child as her own. A flurry of last-minute court orders wasn't enough to save the death row prisoner. The 52-year-old died by lethal injection. The Trump administration resumed federal executions last year. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson is refusing to rule out tougher COVID restrictions in England as the country records upwards of 45,000 new cases a day. 2.4 million people have now been vaccinated against the virus and the UK now has the highest death rate of any major country in the world. It comes as China dismissed the PM for suggesting the disease originated from bats. A woman has nearly been swept away by floodwaters in Turkey. She managed to get out of the window of her car, barely hanging on, as a group of people pulled her to safety. Onlookers rushed to save one man whose foot was trapped under the tyre of a B-double, wrangling him free before the truck dislodged from the strong current. Towns across the east coast have had to be evacuated. 
One of Italy's biggest mafia trials in history has kicked off. More than 300 suspected mobsters and their associates are facing extortion, drug trafficking and theft charges. Most of the defenders have been hooked up via video link as COVID restrictions prevent their presence in court. 900 witnesses are expected to testify. Prosecutors say the syndicate is the most powerful gang in the country. The Duchess of York is dipping her toes into the world of adult literature. Sarah Ferguson is turning away from her best-selling children's books, penning her debut historical fiction novel. The former royal drew from personal experience, writing the tale titled Her Heart for Compass after researching her family's aristocratic ancestry. The book will hit the shelves later this year. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading up, so is the Nasdaq. In London, the FTSE fell slightly and Germany's DAX closed up. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei finished the session higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. Both the All Lords and the ASX 200 closed up. On the commodities market, gold is trading at $1,855 an ounce. Oil, $56.1 a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77.42 US cents, 80 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. Unions are taking Qantas to the High Court over claims the airline misused JobKeeper and underpaid workers during the pandemic. They're accusing Qantas of manipulating rosters and withholding millions of dollars in overtime. What this means for individual workers is that they've lost ten dollars or $12,000 each. Qantas says a court has already ruled it's using JobKeeper correctly. To our breaking news now, a historic vote is underway in the United States as senators debate Donald Trump's impeachment. We go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney in Washington. Good morning, Ash. Long proceedings today. What could it mean for the president? Well, Jody, it will mean that Donald Trump will go down in history as the only president to have been impeached twice. Uh, he is facing accusations of crime, of inciting an insurrection by encouraging his supporters last week to march to the Capitol to try to overturn the election result. Those rioters stormed Congress. Five people were killed. Uh, and of course, Donald Trump only has a week left in office, but Democrats argue that he poses a very real threat and danger to the country. So that they are pushing ahead with this impeachment proceeding. They have the numbers to get it over the line, uh, but very unlikely that this will make it to trial uh, before Joe Biden takes over. Now, Republicans, uh, there are five Republicans who are looking to split ranks uh, and vote in favour of impeachment, but he still has the majority of support of Republicans in the House. Uh, the debate now underway on the House floor. Let's take a listen. We bear the responsibility to fill that oath that we all swear before God and before one another. The oath to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. In seven days there will be a peaceful transfer of power just like there has been every other time in our country. But Democrats are going to impeach President Trump again. Ash, a lot of tension surrounding this vote. What's the atmosphere like there on the ground where you are in Washington? 
Well, it's quite tense, Jody. It's still a week until Joe Biden's inauguration and it's been a week since that siege at the Capitol. And we are seeing a remarkable security operation underway already here in Washington, a perimeter that's gone up around the Capitol and thousands of troops, 20,000 uh, National Guard troops will be here in Washington uh, by uh, next Wednesday when Joe Biden is sworn in. That is more troops than are in Afghanistan and Iraq combined. And it is stunning to witness... Um, this many troops on the grounds of the capital now armed uh, with semi-automatic rifles in a security operation that is being likened to the days post 9-11. Jody, Incredible scenes. OK, Ash, thank you. In sport, Nathan Lyon is poised to become Australia's 13th Test Centurion when Australia take on India at the Gabba. Despite controversy surrounding the third test in Sydney, the veteran says he has plenty left to give. I'm far from being done in my eyes. I'm, I'm still hungrier than ever. Um, I want to go out there and play as much cricket as I can for Australia. Coach Justin Langer is also hopeful that Sydney debutant Will Pukowski can join the team on the pitch in Brisbane on Friday after suffering a partial shoulder dislocation. Sydney Sixers young gun Josh Philippe has smashed his second Big Bash half-century this season to beat cross-city rivals Sydney Thunder. The West Australian single-handedly hit 23 runs off the second over as Sixers chased a target of 129. Oh, massive. Massive. Sixers are now six points clear at the top of the ladder, but doubt remains over whether they'll get a home final. The side are yet to host a game this season. After nine years in Penrith, Josh Mansour has made his way back to Redfern. The 30-year-old was told he was free to leave the Panthers after their grand final defeat, now signing a two-year deal with his junior club, Souths. Just to have all that happened so abruptly, especially after the, the grand final loss, just was, it was hard to digest, you know, but at the end of the day, yeah, definitely no grudges, no, not bitter towards them at all. Despite the Rabbitohs' strength on the wings, Mansour isn't returning to be a bench warmer, but faces stiff competition for a starting spot from Jackson Paulo and Alex Johnston. The 76ers have copped a $32,000 fine from the NBA after Aussie star Ben Simmons reportedly drove from New York to Philadelphia without telling the team. Simmons has been missing from the past two games with what the Sixers said was a knee injury. His return helping Philly home 137 to 134 in overtime. LeBron James once again showed why he's called king, hitting this no-look three-pointer in the Lakers' win over the Rockets. Australian number one Alex Demonor has won his fourth career title. Demonor led to love in the first set of the Antalya Open final when his opponent Alexander Bublik retired with a right ankle injury. The 21-year-old said he has goosebumps thinking about returning to Melbourne for the Australian Open next month. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs are generating showers and storms in the tropics, leading to flooding in far north Queensland. Other troughs are triggering light rain over inland WA, South Australia and western Victoria. Around the capitals today, Brisbane mostly sunny, heading for a top of 31 degrees. Sydney mostly sunny and 30. Sunny and 34 in Canberra. Melbourne mostly sunny, 23 the top. Showers in Hobart, 22. Adelaide mostly sunny, 23. Sunny and warm in Perth, 35 degrees today. And a possible thunderstorm, 33 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday, the 14th of January.